The Joe Mays and J-Raff Show is brought to you in part by Mays Sandwich Shop, serving delicious hometown favorites to the West Lawn community since 1947. and J-Rap Show presents Tangents with Friends. Your source for pop culture. Geek News. Movies and television. Anything else? But no sports. And now here are your hosts, Joe Mays and friends. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome back to Tangents with Friends. I'm your host, Joe Mays, here for episode 13. But, of course, I'm not alone. No, I don't do these shows by myself. We have our regularly scheduled sitting guests with me this afternoon. One, Mr. Brent Behrenshausen. (laughs) Ready to go. And his brother, Brian. Uh, hello, I don't have a way to make an entrance like that. Uh, yeah, sorry, where's, we're going to have to restart this. <laughs> we're going to have to start over, Brian. I needed something to eclipse the Yoda hat, so. That's yeah, good, man. that's good. I, I like I it. I couldn't find this last week when we, before we started, or two weeks ago before we started, and then, of course, we decorated for Christmas, and I found it in a, in a bin. Well, believe it or not, it's actually been three weeks since we did this. Weeks, crazy okay. to th- crazy wow. to think that since then we've gone through Thanksgiving, um, and and I hope you guys all had a, a happy and safe Thanksgiving, and uh, we're here into December now. Today, December sixth, and uh, you know the full holiday spirit. I don't know if you can see it. I got a little banner behind me, a little Merry Christmas banner, and off to the side, nice. if I can turn my camera properly, got my uh, tree. Ready to go with uh, sports and pop culture. Lots of Star Wars stuff on there. And of course, today we're going to be discussing part two of the Star Wars Holiday Special. I know, after last time, I'm not sure uh, what else is in store for us, Brian, because Brent knows what's coming. Um, But it was interesting. Um, Brent, I know you're on Facebook, and I don't know if you saw on uh, the pages that we broadcast, there were quite a few people that watched either with us or after the fact that had also not seen the show and they were as flabbergasted as we were, uh, as to what was being shown. So, yeah, I uh, saw that. It's a, it's a good time. It's a fun time. It's an interesting show. Um, but like Brent, uh, surprised us with the Yoda Christmas hat 
uh, I have a couple surprises for you guys. Just a little trip down memory lane uh, before we get started here. Today, Brent, December 6th, do you know what we did together many years ago? December 6th, many years ago. I don't remember. How about this? Ah, yes. So, well, Mr. Ernie Hudson. Brent and I were at Steel City Con in Pittsburgh in December 2011, December 6, 2011, wow. and we got to meet one Ernie Hudson, uh, famous actor that obviously we know him and love him from his time with the Ghostbusters franchise. Oh, I thought you were going to say Congo. <laughs> well, I do love me some Congo, and Ernie is excellent in that movie. <laughs> Um, you know, who doesn't like crazy gorillas, but, um, he is excellent in that movie. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it's an interesting movie. That's for sure. But I do love Ernie's character in that. Um, and, um, we get to see, uh, so the, the, the villain, the evil guy, um, what's his name? Uh, Tim, Tim Curry, right? Is Tim Curry the, the evil guy in that? Yeah, he's the he's the villain in that. Yeah. And he gets his comeuppance there at the end. So very, very fun. Um, and relating to one Mr. Ernie Hudson, just a year ago we got something that I think all of us have been excited for. The poster for Afterlife, the, the yeah. uh, next Ghostbusters movie, not technically called Ghostbusters 3, but Ghostbusters Afterlife was released this day. So I believe it was a year ago yesterday, maybe, or maybe it was, I can't remember if it was before or after the poster, we got the trailer. It was right around this time a year ago, we got the trailer for Afterlife, and I believe we jumped on and talked about it Um Around this time a year ago, or maybe we waited. I don't remember. But was that it, the, the teaser trailer, or was that? Well, the it's the only trailer we've gotten. Is only, uh, yeah, only one. Well, we got that one teaser trailer with like the them like zooming up into like the good point. We did talk about that one too. Yes. We we're, we're, okay. No. The so the one I'm talking about is the actual one where we see um, the car driving and we see the chomper ghost and we see Paul Rudd's character. That's the one I'm talking about. You're right. We got that teaser almost two years ago now in the in the barn. Um, but the, so that was like the teaser teaser. That was like an amuse boost teaser. This is the appetizer teaser. Um, hopefully we'll get another, an actual full length trailer here in the next few months because the movie was moved from this past summer to March and then moved again to June. I think like June was like 16th or something like that. It's coming up in 2021. So obviously that poster incorrect, not summer 2020. Now summer 2021, or technically, I guess, late spring 2021. But yeah, both those things happening on December 6th. 11 years ago, Brent and I met Ernie Hudson for the first time. And then last year, that poster was released. Um, but very cool Ghostbusters memories. But we're not here to talk about Ghostbusters. Unfortunately, I mean, we could talk about Ghostbusters. We have, but... uh, before that, though, one of our viewers here, Mr. Jason Dutt, just commented saying that, <laughs> uh, did any of us watch the reading of the Goonies last night? They did a, a, a reading script with the original cast to raise money. Uh, I'll, I'll start with this. I watched a little bit of it at breakfast this morning. Oh, excellent. And, and um, Oh, nice. It was amazing, actually. I love Goonies, obviously. Not as much as our viewer, Jason Dutt, is a big fan of uh, <laughs> Goonies, but I love that movie, um, which I think should be a franchise by now. They should, they should explain. I'm surprised that, they haven't done more with it. Yes, I know. Um, but I have to say, I think the reason why it was so good is because none of the actors phoned it in. Like they all, like they had props with them, you know, like that statue of that naked guy that they drop in the <laughs> beginning. Like, like he had that with him, like, you know, um, uh, it was just octopus really or no octopus. 
didn't, I didn't get, get that far. I only watched okay. the first like 25 minutes of it. Yeah, I know. I know. Jason shared it with uh, with our with our group chat, and it was right after I got done watching the uh, Walmart drone holiday drone show, which was really cool to see all those drones uh, synchronized. Almost a thousand of them from Intel. Uh, it was they were broadcasting live show in Dallas. It was very cool. And then Jason shared that there was going to be that Goonies special, but I did not get to watch it. But I believe, like Brent, you said you watched it this morning, so it must have been recorded somewhere. Yeah, you can go on and still watch it. I'm sure if that that link that Jason said in our group chat, if you probably click that, you could probably still view it. All right, cool. I'll have to I'll have to do that because that is uh, it's really good. I mean, it's and I was surprised. I was like, oh my! They just kind of did this same like reunion thing with uh, Josh Gad, right? Where they did like the the reunion. Oh, okay, yeah, like they did the one that they did for Ghostbusters. Like that is that the same show? Yep, yeah, same like the same one. But this is like he brought them back, but he they did a full. Sc- script reading with oh, with almost the entire well i guess all the existing members of the cast all the surviving the members yeah of the cast. cool um, yeah it's got, actually really really good love some goonies and obviously jason is the number one goonies fan I, i've never met anyone that likes goonies more than him so uh once he sent that through i knew uh i knew it was something that uh was probably uh pretty interesting to see so i'll have to yeah. ch- revisit that and check it out all right, so awesome. you guys uh, ready to roll and uh, watch our uh, second part of the holiday special? We good with that? Let's do it. All right, so uh, let me put it this way: I, I have to clean the bathroom later today, and I couldn't tell which part, I, which one I was looking forward to more. <laughs> so. Well, I already cleaned uh, the shop bathroom and the bathrooms here at my house, um, and so now let's clean a fourth bathroom. Why not? <laughs> so, so we get to pick up if i remember correctly um we were, i thought we were at the end of the animated show brent but you said it was just kind of in a a, a commercial break <laughs> relating to the yeah, yeah like a halfway point. point so we're gonna pick up in the middle of the boba fett cartoon interesting we're talking about boba fett after the most recent recent episode of the mandalorian i hope everyone has been watching that show because um well it it's probably even better than it was last year in season one. Season two has been amazing, especially for those ha- that have watched the Clone Wars and Rebels. And especially if you're into comics and the old expanded universe, they're bringing everything in. So if you're not watching The Mandalorian, I definitely think you should be. And this past week's episode, again, I think this is the third time this year that I was like, this is my favorite episode of the show. Yeah. Like every week, yeah, it's, say, it's amazing. like I say that every week. It's right. Like, oh, wait, no, this is my favorite. <laughs> they keep trying to outdo themselves and they kind of succeed every week. I don't know how they're yep. doing it. Yeah, it's it's amazing. It's it's such a great show. So um, but yeah, without further ado, let's check out the second part of the Star Wars holiday special. This is now Just some silly game. <laughs> Just some silly game. I can't see it, Jimmy. There we go. Lumpy. Hey, Lumpy. All right, we're going back, we're back to our uh, cartoon. 
their metabolisms right, are say, slowing down. Uh, I wonder what's this, keeping Chewbacca. This cartoon exceeded my expectations for how, how, I mean, I knew that the cartoon was important, but I didn't realize it was this good. Like, the animation, uh, I think I mentioned last time, reminds me of one of my all-time favorite animated shows, Eon Flux. Yeah, yeah, you did. No, yep. Overlap with the animators or anything. I'd have to look into it, but this is, this is cool. This is very cool. And 3PO there looks like he looks in the George cartoon. Yes, it's very close to that. Definitely uh, reminds me of, of the little bit I've seen of those. It might have been the same. Um, it might have been the same artist illustrator. How cool would it be if uh, Boba Fett gets his armor repainted in Mandalorian and, and he's painted like that? When does this cartoon take place? Are you all right? I'm not I'm assuming sure. after Star Wars. Yeah, because nothing else had been out. Well, somebody must know something. He says our oh, friend he's... Boba found serum for the talisman virus. Boba, you're a hero and a faithful friend. You must come back with us. What's the matter with R2? I'm afraid You're a hero it's and a faithful Boba friend. Is a friend and faithful <laughs> ally. That simply does not feed properly into Artu's information bank. What are you talking about? We intercepted a message between Boba and Darth Vader, sir. Boba Fett is Darth Vader's right-hand man. I'm afraid this whole adventure has been an imperial plot. We'll meet again, friend. Well, I guess Boba's not good. Yeah. Trust a droid to get to the bottom of things. Something that oh, I scratched sure my head with a little bit with this whole Mando episode is like sir. they're teaming up, Chewbacca but is there some sort of underlining there was something bad about backstabbing that's about to happen? Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting to see what's going to happen with two episodes to go in season two. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to think about that. Honestly, I. Spoilers allowed for Mando while we watch it. Yeah, I mean. It's Sunday. They've everyone's had two and a half days to watch. Uh, if you haven't yeah. watched The Mandalorian, you probably don't want to listen to this as we just casually talk about Boba Fett. Um, right. <laughs> but he claims that he owes a debt to Din Djarin now. Right. So. Right. But if he's not, I don't know. Is he really Mandalorian, or does he just wear the armor? Is he really bound by the same? Code? Well, I, I mean, they said that Jango was a foundling. Yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess, but as we know, not everybody who, like, was brought up in or with or by Mandalorians still adheres to the same code, right? So I want, I want one of those Bantha toys, man. Look at that thing. Sorry to interrupt you. No, it's okay. It's it ripped the head off. It's head off. Okay, great. That's not awesome. Uh, <laughs> great. Yeah, it's a good question, Brian. Like, I don't know if he would go by the same codes as like the Mandos, or. But I think what what Mandalorian Din Djarin is starting to realize in this show as we play it out is like, you know, he's one of many different type of sects of Mandalorian. Like, he's the hardcore, you know, strict one Nothing religious cult, as opposed to the other yep. ones like the Bo Katans and so forth that can take their helmets he's off. He's an Amish Mandalorian. Yes, he Don't is. That's it. He's the Amish Mandalorian. He's very pure. Except he's got a lot more gadgets. Than oh, WHIO-TV Channel 7 Dayton. I wonder if that station still exists. 
I want. I forgot. I wanted to start this episode with a little chut chut. Chut chut, chut chut Watto. Chut chut Watto. Chut chut Brian. (laughs) That will keep him busy for a while. Yes, W H I O Dayton is still on the air, still broadcasting. Excellent. (laughs) Uh, And today you can see. Also, you can also listen at 95.7 FM in the greater Dayton area. Okay, so for those from Ohio that are obviously watching us, um, shout out to Dayton. Oh, this is sad. The Imperial Trooper ripped off the head of his toy. Um, Lumpy, better tell, let Itchy know. Santa. I don't remember that part from before. How he's like, uh, rips the head off that Banta toy and then. Yeah. It's a very real world toy room right there. Yep. You know who did the score for this, by the way? Um, yeah, Joey mentioned it last yeah, week. Yeah, I mentioned it last week. This I don't know if I can. Under strict quality control on the system Somebody that passed away, I think he said in like 2006 or something. Yeah. Right. It offers a unique chance for consumers everywhere to meet an amorphian being. The motor abilities of amorphian citizens are frequently impaired by malfunctions, which result in a temporary loss of power. This guy. This in no way reflects. The score is by Ian Fraser. Rather. It should serve as a guarantee. Uh, passed away on Halloween 2014. 14, sorry. Not too long ago. Thank you for selecting our brand of mini transmitter. If you assemble it properly, following the instructions I am about to give you, it will provide many years of fun and valuable service for you. Seems like he's having a lot of fun. I was going to say, yeah, I, many years of fun like this guy's having. <laughs> But now, let's get started, shall we? Whoa. Okay. okay. <laughs> what the heck was that? I'm guessing he's supposed to be a humanoid droid. Okay. It looks like this. Try not to rip it open because it makes a very handy storage case for your tools until you need them again. So we're watching like an instructional video that is uh, Mm -hmm. malfunctioning. Now, this is the first thing you'll need. Wow, 1978, what a time to be alive. Not to hurt yourself on the sharp edges. Kits like this are really big in in the late 70s, early 80s too. uh, These build your own computer kits Mm. uh, that would do basic things like their Assuming that, you know, that's what this is supposed to be. Like, no. Your guess is as good as mine, so. Y- yeah, you, you could build, like, uh, something with way, a small bit of computational power to, uh, yeah. you know, to make lights go in sequence, and you could program it so that it would do different things. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> My goodness. What the heck was that? Remember, every one of the 10,000 terminals on your circuit breaker module is marked in a particular color. I guess this guy's supposed to be some sort of, like, android or 
Yeah, that's what I'm, These you know, must I'm thinking. These connected to the wires with the corresponding colors. So, he looked like King Red He looked like King Koopa red. there when he did that tongue flick from the Yeah. Marcus to blue and so on. Now, watch me closely. And we'll assemble our many transmitters together. Let us work slowly and methodically because this is a job for doing well. Well, I see time this is, is another one of these really out, so we random turn our attention to the assembly of the impulse to voice translator. Really has no the impulse to voice translator. Connection the very heart to the of the MIDI transmitter, plot. which converts electricity. Because I guess still trying to get Chewbacca home to his home planet. Into any of a thousand so recognizable like languages. We must remain alert for this very complicated procedure. So is he watching this guy live, or did they, re did they record this guy for an instructional video and just keep all the mess up? Right, I'm wondering the same thing. If you make an instructional video, you don't need to keep in all the moments where he's, like, malfunctioning. <laughs> oh my goodness. I guess that guy was a famous actor from back in the day, maybe? I assume so. <laughs> I'd rather Whew. watch Lumpy for another 40 minutes. I don't know. Well, we're back in Kashyyyk. Ken Burns. Zoom in on the map painting again. Right. Very good. I wonder if this is his the version of the kids' proton packs. is recommended by the Imperial Council in the belief that your commitment to remain upstanding citizens will be reinforced. It is required viewing for all members of the Imperial Forces. Time now for Life on Tatooine. Brought to viewers everywhere in the hope that this. our own lives may be uplifted by the comparison. Uh, and Cut scenes from Tatooine. Interesting. See, These it's not all bad. There's a good 2% in yeah, here. Yeah, look, it's a cutscene. Cutscene. That was a cutscene. <laughs> and then here's the B. Arthur section here. But that was a cutscene from, the, I believe that was a cutscene from... Hey, we the, just got the, that uh, character at the beginning of this season of Mando. The one that they just showed a little bit ago, the uh, le the uh, Cyclops guy. Okay. Yes. Yes, it's hard to believe. Uh, it's cool. This part's cool because you get a better close-up look at some of these different Cantina denizens. Yeah. There, right there. That guy's sitting at the table. Yep. They bring it. That's right. They bring <laughs> John Leguizamo voiced it. Voices John character. John Leguizamo, yep. Another episode Mario. Mario reference in the frame. So, B. Arthur shows up in the. There she is! Oh, yeah, there she is! I wonder if that's Wu wife. Well, at least you're steady. You know, like, she covers the weekend like, shifts or something. She also, like, very distrustful, quasi, like, racist against droids. Hello, at me. Well, you don't see any droids in there, do you? No. Now we'll do it my way. What'll it be? Can we talk? Oh, this was first really weird. Well, Watch this. Of course this. we can talk. We are talking. You're not ordering. I'm not pouring. We are not drinking. We are talking. I'm moving this to make room for a drink so that next time I say, what'll it be? And you tell me, I can put it right there. Doesn't matter. Give me anything. I'll have one of those. Watch, I'm sorry I couldn't get back before. Now, before what? 
they try to make things uh, like obviously weird because it's Star Wars and like on a budget, so they have to find weird ways of doing things. Come back soon. I'll be waiting. Maybe it's not right away. Is it gonna have something to do with that guy's hair? It it does. It, up here it is. <laughs> what? The? There's Hammerhead. Never seen that. Uh, never seen that kind of alien in Star Wars before or since. How's your drink? What the weird hair guy? It's all gone. Looks yeah. like there's a flower on top of it. I see there is. Do you want another one, drink? One wonders if there are more. I wanted to like bring you something, and in the that's all I could think of. Yeah. He had, he underwent like specific modifications. But you didn't have to bring me anything. Krellman. Krellman, what a nice name. When I left here the other night, I felt something that I haven't felt in longer than I care to remember. I felt alive again. Someone made me feel like all the years I've lived. Have He's hitting on Wuher's wife. He said was six simple words. Come back. I'll be waiting. Well, after all, only words. Oh, I probably no more than words. I knew that at the time. That's why I went home and fought and fought. I like that cash said. register there in the what background. That real-world cash register just sitting there chilling. No, what did I mean? Yeah, anyway. I decided what you meant was exactly the thing I needed to hear. I'm glad about that. Right? You know, it's funny. A man can live as long as I have through all the ups and downs. And just when he thinks it's all There's over, someone cares for him again. I wasn't looking for that when I came in here. Maybe that's why it, it happened, because I wasn't asking for love anymore. I wasn't desperate. I wasn't begging, whining, groveling, sniveling. I just Did came in here Star for Wars a drink. the Star Wars holiday figure pack come out before or after this? Uh, 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 well, I mean, holiday figure pack? Yeah, the Sears uh, holiday figure uh, uh, pack. A Christmas but uh, Black Friday if, special. If you're saying yeah, good what question. I think you're saying, you uh, felt you meant, I, I thought you needed to hear, then I just have one thing to say I did not. They had the early bird Don't do this to me, pack please. that was I sent out because it wasn't down, ready for the release of the movie. Have another drink. This one's so on me. Probably right around now is when all the toys now were starting to come stay out. Just Which is probably another reason why they wanted to do this. You know, so that, so that collecting in his wig and going into like a pouch down his back or something. Yeah, it's a question. That's a question. But I have business to really do. I really have no time for actually else. in that. You'll change you know. your mind. I just know Maybe you just, will. He figured out this is the fastest way for him words. to get drunk. Is just to pour for the alcohol right on his brain. brain. Into his yeah. brain. Yeah. It's amazing that they recreate the cantina like pretty faithfully, at least with the the denizens. But then they'd come up with that guy and that skit to propagate right. it with. <laughs> All the work, and then yeah, that's what they chose. But yeah, it is. There was some budget. For I mean, they had some budget for this. That's not an annoying sound at all. Activity among subversive forces. We are placing a curfew on the entire Tatooine system, effective immediately. All this kind of reminds me of that episode of will return to their homes at once. the episode of uh, Mando, where they're in the bar and notice. it's a cop van. They do that flashback when. Uh, Empire comes in right after the Empire's. Yeah, they show them celebrating and everything. Yep. 
Okay, Barbarine, take a break. Oh, she, is she gonna sing? Maybe, maybe forever. Closing me down. I think so. I think this is our chance for the Arthur's talents to really. She can really spread her wings. One more round before you leave, and this one's on me. Really, she really got some screen time. Oh yeah. Her scene. If you call something a holiday special, I kind of expect them to feature something with holidays. I know that their thing is it's Life Day, but um, if I was a kid in 1978 and you told me I was going to watch Star Wars Holiday, I'd expect more Brent's hat than uh, what we're getting here. So. Do we know, was this film for some other purpose and then just shoehorn into the holiday season with that title? Uh, I don't know. I mean, like we said three weeks ago on part one of this, that the variety shows were like all the rage, so they kind of were capitalizing on that. And then the only other reason they did anything Star Wars related was just to keep it fresh on people's minds, you know, because it's literally right smack dab in between episode four and episode five. So... They were trying to capitalize on the popularity of Star Wars and keep Star Wars in everyone's memory. I don't know why they decided to do it in November and call it a holiday special when it has no bearing or relation to anything related to Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, or the New Year's. <laughs> so, uh, or Thanksgiving, since this was debuted in early, early mid-November. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just like it came out around that time of the year, so they're just like, yeah, it's a holiday special. This part is definitely more Star Wars than most of it, though. Take care of the so There are some parts that aren't Star Wars, nor are they holiday. Yeah. Well, when you set it in the cantina, it's already going to make it very, very Star Wars. It's more Star right. Wars than even being in the home of Chewbacca's family. Because uh, at that time, we didn't know too much about Kashyyyk or Wookiees. But right. you saw the cantina, you love the cantina, so this is definitely something that finally makes it feel Star Wars. On the house. Again, this, this um, little uh, scene takes probably way longer than it has to. The entire show is like that. Yeah. Yeah, so they take the, the bigger Indiana and the model Rhodes tune and he puts, he puts the lyrics to it. That guy looks like Skeletor. I don't know that. I don't know that alien. There's Snaggletooth. Red Snaggletooth, huh? The nights get shorter, it seems. Just one more rhyme, friend. Yes, it's a crime, friend. But you know, time, friend, time can fly. So it's good night, friend. Good night, but not goodbye. Man, I really wish they had Santa hats on or something, though. <laughs> yeah, that would make it a lot more Christmasy, right? What's I mean? Like, are they trying to preserve, like, this is all happening in the Star Wars universe? They don't celebrate our earthly holidays and re religious holidays so life day yeah it's new but don't call it a holiday special <laughs> so a little bit of trivia 
hit, hit me. Um, tidbit here. There was only one other time when this these characters in this Aunt cantina were brought back for another variety show. And it was for a very short-lived Richard Pryor comedy uh, show, skit show, almost like uh, like SNL. Well, this holiday special could use some Richard Pryor. It, it could, but except Richard Pryor is in the cantina as opposed to the Arthur. Her, the Arthur. So you can probably look that up at some point too. It's Richard Pryor, like comedy, whatever. Um, and it's supposed to be a Star Wars song, like there. And there's like a Star Wars, yeah, like a Star Wars like skit. It's a skit show, and uh, they bring back these characters. And that was from the '70s, obviously. So they set one of the skits, and then you can see the different. I wonder if some of these characters like were just made for this too. Like I don't remember that, seeing that. That looked like a Michael Myers mask. Yeah, right. Like <laughs> a Michael Myers mask. Yeah, some well, of these I, are just Michael Myers is getting thrown out for being a little, little too handy. Yeah. So is that supposed to be Greedo sitting there, or is that Beto, or? Is that Dweebo? I don't know. Do we have multiple multiple names for Greedo? And there, there's the species that we saw in Mandalorian uh, last season. The horns, the devil, the devil. Yeah, that's right. So, and then there's Reese or something like. Oh no, is that a Reese character? I don't know. I'm not sure. No, that She's wasn't. She's way more energetic than you guys. Yeah, definitely. She might let a droid in. <laughs> She's singing and kicking everyone out. Well, that guy's hammered. Has to get carried out. Yeah. <laughs> You're such Hopefully a dear pay friend. He's gonna keep them off. <laughs> Now it's good night, friend. So is the figure and DM band like are they like the house band for that venue? Like do they just do we know like they just always play there? Well, isn't there some backstory in EU, Brian, like Tales from the Cantina or something that didn't they owe Wooer or Java or someone like money and like to pay it off they play right. or something you know, like I've that? About that? I mean obviously yeah, I know that's not canon anymore, anymore, but that's right. That's right. Those are some of my yeah. favorite EU books, the Tales, the Tales ones. Tales of the Bounty Hunters, Tales from Java's Palace. Yep. Yeah. Those are cool. Yep. I like those. There's a rumors too that not to go back to Mando again, but there's rumors that, you know, at the end of that last episode that um Din Djarin goes and talks to Cara Dune and it's like, hey, get all these people, get um get the sharpshooter, get all these people together. And there's possibility that Boba Fett's out Message recruiting as well. Perhaps, you know, Bosk or Dengar. Oh man. We leave at once. How awesome would that be if all of a sudden like Bosk and Dengar show up? You. How about how about Stay because here. uh he didn't die in the man, Clone Wars because that episode arc wasn't made. What if I Cad Bane shows up? That'd be cool. That would be super cool. Yeah, any of those bounty hunters. Yeah, well, Aura Singh is dead in this canon. We hear them talk about it in Solo. 
Yeah, uh, but yes. yeah, the other ones, um, IG88. After seeing IJ11, I don't know if they do IG88, but Bosk and Dengar, um, four LOM. Uh, who else is out Zuckus. there? Zuckus, yeah. IG88 uh, tail in the tail to bounty hunter is, is awesome. Yes, yeah, it is. Oh no, Lumpy! Meanwhile, you know, Boba Fett jumps out with a gaffy stick and stabs this guy. <laughs> that would be awesome. The head so bad that it cracks the cracks the material. That was amazing. You guys know, and I've talked about it. Like I always thought, Boba, I did not get the appeal of Boba Fett, and I've never been a Boba Fett person. He's not someone that interests me at all. I'm much more interested in Mandalor- Mandalorians now because of the Mandalorian. But like Boba Fett, I just like I don't get the appeal. But after this season of Mandalorian, now I'm like, all right, he's finally getting to be what I want him to be. Uh, and getting Tim back is just Tim Morrison back to play that role. It's just been so amazing. Yeah. Well, I think it was similar to like Darth Vader. You didn't really start to see Darth Vader. Wilhelm. Like a huge Darth Vader moment until. Any more inside? Until like uh, like what's the one that came out? Rogue, Rogue One. One. How dare you not remember its name, Brent? Okay, so I'm, I'm like half watching this. This is one of Harrison Ford's finest moments. I know. Look at him. Itchy. He's like, Itchy, did you save some of that a hypnotic juice and video program for me? We're not going to get an encore of that, are we, Brent? No, we've got another better song. Oh, okay. I think his voice has changed. Get ready for it. I'm just teasing. Well, look. Harrison Ford sings it. Have a nice life day, but be careful. A lot of We're going to get them all together, right? Check and see if the coast is clear, will you? That's coming, Brent, right? Don't they all come together? Family to me. (laughs) Brent's just laughing. Look at him. (laughs) I don't want to be here. He's like so serious. Like, we're family. Has like this weird. Uh, okay, pal. Bye, everybody. Like they put on some kind of weird sentimental, like some kind of weird schmaltz for a moment. Oh, uh, look at him! He's hugging Chewie. <laughs> Be careful. Now it looks like he's trying to choke him. Yeah. We're we'll looking for him. So we know from Solo that uh, Wookiees eat humans, right? Yes, that's true. Han's just lucky to get out alive. And nobody in Chewie's family is... Why did Chewie have to pick up his crossbow? <laughs> Subtitles. Oh, wait. W-H-I-O-T-V, Channel 7, Dayton, Ohio. Uh, what a heartfelt reunion, Finally. After everything we learned about these wonderful creatures and their proton packs and their <laughs> right places. What is happening right now? I 
know if this is Peter Mayhew? I don't. I don't know. Well, I'm sure there'll be credits at the end. Yeah. I, I, I'm not. I almost think they would have to be. Who else would fit in that suit? <coughs> There's this guy. You again. sure know how to make a guy feel welcome? Glad you're home, Chewbacca. Chewbacca. If you're looking for who I think you're looking for, forget him. We won't be bothered by him again. This is a general alert. Calling Officer B-4711. Officer B-4711. We are unable to reach you on your comm link. Is there a problem? You are instructed to turn on your comm link immediately. So this is interesting. You don't see too many we have two -way uh, communication people on planets in Star Wars is watching TV or watching trooper? screens, right, in their sir. homes. Right. Mostly trooper because B4, seven, the people we see uh, they left in and he the remained. original trilogy are, are as soon as they know, had gone, he packed a lot quite of food poor, so they don't have a lot of they don't have a lot of electronics. But this this indicates well, to us, I guess, that the Empire has wiretapped all all entertainment devices, so that like. They they could they could yes, hijack that that TV in the Wookiee's house and broadcast to it. I guess right. So if you have a TV, with the Empire, you can like uh, you have to register it. I guess with the Empire, and then they can they can use it to do communication. Yeah, this is oh, a very uh, People's Republic of China feel to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they can just you know pop up this on your TV you. whenever. It's, yeah, that's have a wonderful interesting little. Uh, Flavor there. No, we just got banned in China. It's just gone. Can't can't watch our show there anymore. We mentioned it. We're now on the list. And that's why John Williams gets credit for part of uh, part of this, even though he really didn't have any direct involvement. They used the themes. They used yeah. the, they used his uh, his themes. Yeah. This is some sort of Wookiee Life Day tradition here, I guess. The holding of the balls. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the traditional ball holding event. <laughs> no Life Day is complete without the holding of the balls. Comparing their balls. We lift these to you, O oh deity of life day. Here are our sparkly balls. No, oh, this is how they summon a Jedi. Yeah. Oh, they're becoming LED lights? Oh, whoa. Which I think this needs to become a, a Wookiee figure. Like a, yeah, how had, how had they not done a figure of these? With them wearing the uh, Wookiee Life Day robes. But how are they not selling those at the theme parks? Get I'm your Wookiee Life Day robe. I'm going to cosplay as a, a Life Day. Chewbacca on Life Day, yeah. That would be a great cosplay. No, you got to go as Lumpy. Lumpy Life Day 
cosplay. This is this is the holiday throne room. Same music. Yeah, this is this is where we're gonna get that the iconic holiday special photo. I'm guessing, because isn't don't all of them come together? Doesn't everyone show up? See, and it's amazing. So you're telling me the holiday special was able to get all of our OT characters together, but we couldn't get that in the sequels, huh? Nope, couldn't get everyone together in the sequels. Can get them all together in this holiday special, but can't get them all together in the sequels. Well, I think they come together at the end, right? Yeah, I thought they did too, because I thought there's a picture of it. Now, maybe that's just a set picture. Solo and Luke and... I think this is where Carrie Fisher really comes alive, back and it's like, so that we could share your has the epic finale. There we go. Yes. We need to hear you are all right. All of you are an important part of my life, pal. I'm glad I could be. <laughs> is he going to present his shiny ball to one of them? This holiday is yours. <laughs> but we all share with you the hope that this day brings us closer to freedom and to harmony and to peace. No matter how different we appear. We're all the same in our struggle against the powers of evil and darkness. I hope that this day will always be a day of joy in which we can reconfirm our dedication and our courage, and more than anything else, our love for one another. This is the promise of the Tree of Life. Tree of Life. Well, I mean, it's probably pre-recorded, but she did sing it. Nobody's ever asked her to do this at a con or anything. She said, "Yeah, that's what that's the one that she sang at, like a. I think she sang this on a con. Star song. Let's see if I can find it." Putting words to the Star Wars theme. This I'll need to add to the Christmas playlist. So four years ago, Star Wars Christmas special Chicago convention sang this if you look it up on YouTube she performed it again recently like in the last oh. decade last four, four years ago Carrie Fisher sings Life Day song Star Wars Christmas special Chicago convention wow she sang it for fans I think that's amazing I'm not sure why the music and the show has gotten so low I'm not doing that this was ripped off of television though so Oh, it's coming back. Is, is this the credits or what's happening? Because we're just like looking at Chewbacca's face for a very long time. Oh, there's the Millennium shots Falcon. Of Star Wars here. The blue vignette. Uh, oh, hey, Degeric. 
Yeah, they're definitely having major audio issues on this copy here at the end. It's pretty good throughout, though. I can't really complain. It, the quality's not bad, considering no, like there's no official release of this. Right. What I mean? That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, for what it is, someone taped it off TV, edited out the commercials, did probably some minor auto edits, and uploaded it for the quality to be this good. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. Yeah. I'm actually surprised it's just readily available too like no one has shut it down like lucasfilm has never been like you need to remove this like i upload stuff to youtube all the time and their machines hear three seconds of a song and they immediately flag it for copyright but like this can be up in its entirety yeah it's weird i i um i think for the longest time it had felt kind of fallen away by the wayside you know there were there were bootleg versions of it on VHS and things like that. Yeah, I thought I heard on, I think it was on Rebel Force Radio when they had one of the guys that's I think write, wrote a book or is writing a book about it mentioned yeah. that like it aired in '78, it never aired again, and no one kind of thought much of it because it wasn't available until like the '90s. People started selling bootleg versions of it, you know, copies from television from you know 15, 20 years ago on forums and stuff online once the internet became available and it was easier to ship stuff around. And then obviously when YouTube and file sharing became prevalent in the very late 90s throughout the mid-2000s, the popularity has just exploded just because people are finally able to see it and do exactly what we're doing now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> Human stew, maybe? <laughs> the reverse Ken Burns. Reverse Ken Burns, yep. Oh, here we go. See some of the cast. Mickey Morton, Paul Gale, and something Maloney. Missed that. See some of the major players here. I don't know. Ex- executive producers, produ- producers, directed, written, songs. Come on. Oi. There's the Ian Fraser. There's the art director. Costumes. Lighting. Illustrations by Ralph McQuarrie. Yeah, he did that. <clears throat> to advertise, but ben Burke. Don't care for the way they're going to be used in an Rick Baker. So yeah, Lookie Family, Stan Winston. With guest stars Nancy DeSoe, Lyle Wagner, and Bobby Sherman next. Well, Bobby Sherman's next, so pay attention to that. Um, yeah, they, they did the cast in the very beginning. Oh, did they? Did they do them all at the beginning? I was just checking to make sure, see if it was Peter Mayhew. Like, Han, you know, Harrison Ford is Han Solo. Mark Hamill. I just couldn't remember if they did pay Peter Mayhew, because obviously we know that the, the human characters are all who they were expected to be. Um, but All right. Well, I think that about does it for the show, or for that show. Um, not necessarily our show. We can talk for a couple minutes here to wrap things up. But So there you have it, people. That was the Star Wars holiday special uh it was as it was even more magical than i expected so i don't know what do you think brian was that was that was that good for you (laughs) uh well uh the reputation it has earned is certainly uh well founded 
Um, I can't imagine ever watching that again, <laughs> but I, at least now I can say I've seen it. And uh, I do think the one thing I will take away from it is that the way that Star Wars is able to kind of change with the times, like in terms of media um, and the way that, you know, Star Wars really is a multi-decade uh, phenomenon, right? And so now we have the Star Wars streaming series and the, you know, Star Wars shorts and things online. Like those media artifacts are a product of our time, whereas the variety show, the Star Wars adaptation as a variety show existed, you know, 50 years ago. And it Star Wars can is adaptable. Like it will continue to adapt to the media climate that it's in because the story transcends any kind of uh, genre in terms of the, 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 the media form format. Yeah, no, I mean, that, that's a good point. That's a good point to make. Um, I don't know, Brent, do you have any closing thoughts on the holiday special? How many times have you seen it now? Do you even know? Um, I, I, I would say I've seen it a good five to seven times, you know, but I, like I said before, like when I watched it, like Christmas Eve, certain years, I would skip ahead quite a bit, like during a lot of those, like, um, you know, segments that really had nothing like they were dragging on forever. So most of the segments, basically I would pass <laughs> forward through, you know, when I start to get bored, yeah, I'd be like, okay, let's move ahead a little bit here. I, I mean, I understand art. why people enjoy the cartoon. Cause I mean, for the seventies, that yeah. was very well done. And they used, I mean, it sounded like it was all the right voices. Like, Hey, I guess, Hey, yeah. if you're getting us back live action here, can you quick overdub this cartoon that we're doing? So that was very cool. Yeah. Um, and, and I guess probably, as expected, the next best scene or segment was probably be Arthur in the cantina, just because you get the cantina aliens. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, some of the stuff in between with the stormtroopers, like that's cool. And they did show a few clips from the movie, maybe secondary shots that we hadn't seen, or you wouldn't have seen in 1978, which was cool. But a lot of it was just a lot of out there fluff that made no sense. It was a little uncomfortable and unnecessary, and I just can't believe that this was a two-hour special on television in the late 70s. This just kind of blows my mind. I do agree with Brian, though, in that sense that, like, you know, this was Star Wars on TV before we had Star Wars on TV. And, right. And this is the original like, live action. Yeah. And it, and it was live action. Exactly. And, um, you know, now that and I, the, considering how excited I've been every single Friday for those Mandalorian episodes to drop. You know, I'm kind of like when when I first heard they were going to start to make live action Star Wars television shows modern day, I was kind of like, I don't know. Star Wars is a series of movies. Like, why would we do this? Why would we go away from that? But the more I watch of the of Mando and stuff like that, and the more the, the now knowing that they're going to make like the Kenobi show and the Cassian Andor show and possibly a Boba Fett show and uh, possibly a Sogatano show, um, the more I'm excited about that because I feel like you know we get excited because every four years or three years or two years or whatever, a new star Wars movie comes out and we're super excited. But now we get like, we literally get that kind of, you know, injection of star Wars every single week, which is pretty awesome. And I think in a lot of ways right now in the current climate of the world, it's better, you know, it's, it's way safer and it's, and it's just like super cool to be getting consistent star Wars 
every single week. And I'm hoping that eventually when all these shows are kind of up and running, that we don't have like a six month or five or four month break in between these shows. Like we have, you know, this show ends and then the Kenobi show starts and then the Kenobi thing ends and then the Boba Fett show starts. And then, so it's almost like always have something to look forward to every single week. Yeah, for sure. It's a, it's been a lot of fun. So, um, but I mean, does anyone have anything else to add about the holiday special before we wrap up here? I hope we get some action figures. (laughs) That would be cherry on top there. Yeah. I want to get some of the, I want to get lumpy and itchy and, you know, with removable soft goods, right? Or soft like, goods. Do they ever do that? Do they whatever? I I don't know. Like why? No, no. I guess why not? Like it especially like they're disavow. They like want to distance themselves. Like disavow the the holiday special at all costs. So if they made figures, it would just direct people's attention back to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess. I, I mean, the, we did see Disney Lucasfilm once they own the property, especially when they're ramping up to release the force awakens, you know, they abolished all the old expanded universe for the most part. And they stopped putting their Disney characters in, into star Wars. Like it was no longer a gimmick thing that they did when it was just a partnership with Lucasfilm, you know, cause you don't see any of that anymore. You don't see Jedi Mickey or Stormtrooper Donald. Like they got rid of all that once they owned it. Um, I don't really know why. I think those crossovers are very fun. I think people really liked them. So I, I just, I don't know why you would disavow something that's like that or as silly as the holiday special. If you have the potential to make money off of it, you think you would. I don't think anyone watching the holiday special is going to be like, I will never watch Star Wars again just because it's not great. But there are definitely portions of it that people would like to uh, have as collectors. And we've obviously seen that first incantation of Boba Fett incarnation, excuse me, of Boba Fett around plenty of times. He's been recreated multiple times with that paint deco. I, it, Brent, do you know, has he been out in the Black Series? I think he's been out in like three and three quarter inch and there's been busts yeah, and things sure like that. Six inch color variant uh, for like the holiday special Boba Fett. I don't think so, but I think there is a six inch uh, concept where he's all in white gear. But like, okay, yeah. Painted. But I, I think honestly, there would have been a better chance 10 years ago to get Star Wars holiday special figures when they were kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel with like the last remnants of the cantina aliens that they were trying to put out and everything like that, because there was less, there was less content back then. Now we have, you know, four more movies and TV shows and the, 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 the the potential of them making action figures off of those characters is like way more likely. And there's also background characters that were in, you know, episode seven, from 2015 that we never got yeah you know uh epis background characters aliens from canto bite that we got never got like they they have they have endless amounts of things to pull from now from the movies that are considered canon yeah. that they could make action figures from. i guess it, to me it just seems like a, a no-brainer an easy slam dunk for them to do as exclusives like don't make it wide release because it's not popular enough to make them available everywhere <laughs> but you have the rights to all those main characters. So um, now I don't Han Solo and princess Leia. I don't really think had any different 
decoration that you could do anything with them, but have Chewbacca in soft goods, make Lumpy and Itchy and Mala, um, you know, I, I, there's, there's, I, it's mostly the Wookies, and I mean, hey, I mean, I don't know. I guess it's probably too late if they didn't make a B. Arthur before. It's probably be tough to make a B. Arthur now, but th- there's at least yeah. possibilities with the Wookie characters, and yeah. and they haven't do it yet. And I'm surprised they haven't. The the six inch black series Boba Fett, the original, the first, the debut of that character. Like you could just have like four or five figures, make them a Target or a Walmart exclusive, GameStop, whatever. Um, you know, next fall leading up to the hol- holidays, um, you know, or, or, you know, wait till an anniversary, do the 45th anniversary, you know, 2023, there you go. 45th anniversary of the holiday special. And, uh, here we go. Here's, uh, four figures, uh, Mary Skiff, Miss Brent. Got three of these the other day. It's very, very good find. One, whether it's the vintage what one or the... is that? What's that? What I'm actually really glad that I didn't spend what was originally like $60 on this because it's super, super light. Like it's like, it weighs like 0.3 pounds. Um, <laughs> it so looks awesome though. The box, it, it's, it's awesome. box yeah, art I mean, is it, awesome. Vintage collection. I'm going to put one together because it has all the vintage like characters on it and stuff like that. But got three of them sitting right over here by my desk. So I figured um, I never had one of them. Now I have three of them. So I'll probably sell one and keep two of them. All right. So, you know, and I have, I don't, I was going to go get him. I should have gotten him before the show, but I got this guy here with me. Um, he's one of nice. the holiday troopers. Uh, I got double of the Amazon one just because it's easiest for me to get Amazon release products. And, it, and it's the original Stormtrooper. It's cool. He's got the Christmas sweater Deco. I don't know if it will focus for you. Um, nice. Comes with the staff. And then, of course, I've got the repainted little white Porg. That he so comes these with. are all chase figures at different locations. Like one's they're all exclusive. Five There's five of them. Um, I have technically ordered uh, a copy of each of them. I have received four of the five, and of course Walmart is the holdout. And I got a lovely update email this past week saying your item is back ordered to January, which for a holiday figure is uh, is really cool to not get it until <laughs> after the holidays. Um, I got I got all the other ones. The Target one, which is the Rain Trooper, that's painted like Santa. Um, that's this Green Stormtrooper was Amazon, and there was one at I think Best Buy or GameStop. Um, nice. And then yeah. Walmart was the holdout, but that's it's this original like OT Stormtrooper, a Episode Three, you know, Phase Two Clone Trooper, the Range Trooper the Sith trooper, and then a first order trooper. Um, most of them are green. And then the range troopers, red and Santa and there's Dio is painted like Rudolph. Uh, they all have like a little, but they're all like kind of kit bash. Like they're all black series figures that we've gotten before repainted in holiday Christmas colors. And then each of them has that little buddy, but they also have these really weird, like they just kind of took random weapons from other figures and then cross promoted them. Like this stormtrooper has this giant sword. That I think came yeah. with maybe was maybe one of the last Jedi. Uh, um, I can't think. Praetorian guards. guards. Might have been a staff for the Praetorian yeah. guard. Uh, so yeah, I mean it's just fine. I mean I and I only. I, it was great for me though because it was Troopers and Christmas. And if you throw those two things together, I'm gonna buy it every time. Um, so, but <laughs> I haven't. Kind of like your character focus. It's my it's my character focus. focus so, um, but yeah, now you throw the holidays in there, especially uh, Christmas. 
that's 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 definitely I'm all in on that. Uh, and you've yeah, seen yeah. me co- comment about them all the time on Yes Have Some, and they talk about them. Um, Ryan has his Holiday Trooper update on toy anxiety. Update, yeah. So, um, yeah, all good stuff. I like it. Uh, I actually I got my finally from a July pre-order to supposed November shipping to just receiving them now. I got my Black Series six-inch Ahsoka this week. So I was nice. able to snag. They sold out on Walmart in like three minutes, and I was able to snag it. It just took a long time for it to arrive. I am still waiting on my 332nd Trooper, uh, you know, the Ahsoka repainted version from Season 7 of The Clone Wars. He has not arrived yet. Um, are, are they um, Are they eventually going to make a uh, – uh, I would imagine they will – a Mandalorian version of Ahsoka, like a live-action Rosario Dawson? I would think so, and if it was going to happen, I th- they probably would have – if it was going to happen soon, they would have already talked about it on Monday, on Mando Monday, since Ahsoka's episode's over a week removed now. So I'm guessing maybe Lucasfilm didn't give Hasbro any info, and it's going to be at least a year until we see it. Otherwise, yeah. I feel like they would have been prepped for it, but maybe they didn't want it to leak, uh, so Are they, they held it back. Mando specific toys? Like, is there a Mandalorian toy line itself? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Actually, just last Monday or the Monday before, they had pre-orders for Black Series 6. Well, it's not a Mando line. They they just have them in the Vintage Collection and the Black Series, but they did, okay. um, they've done Cara Dune, they did Grief Karga, um, Gideon just had a pre-order. So yeah, they're they're getting everyone. Um, we haven't seen some of the side characters like we didn't get the Mithril yet. Um, I don't know if we'll get him anytime soon. Ahsoka has not come out in in six inch black series uh, for the Mandalorian. She's been out before. Like I just mentioned, the Clone Wars version. Um, we've gotten multiple different versions of Mando. The coolest one was Din Djarin with the child, and that was a Target exclusive and sold out in about twelve seconds. Um, and yeah, I ha- I don't have that one. I-, I was not able to get the pre-order, and you have to you basically just have to show up at Target, and if they have it, you won the jackpot. So, um, yeah, but I did I did open the other week, uh, probably maybe the week that we did this. I opened my uh, DJ Rex, the Galaxy's Edge exclusive that they started releasing at Target. I got two of them. I and saw I opened- that there. I opened uh, DJ Rex here just because he looks so much like the one from the original Star Tours. I was like, yeah, you need to be on my desk. So uh, he sits here <laughs> with me. And then, of course, I got the six-inch Black Series Credit Collection Death Trooper. Nice. From the, the Mandalorian. Collection. Are those credit collections are like real metal? or are they? Like no, they're plastic. plastic. They're plastic. I have it down. It's down here at my knees on my computer. Um, I, I don't open too many like of them. The coins from it would have been cool if they were coins, but then it would have cost way more than twenty bucks or whatever. Yeah, guess so. Like they had those lightweight coins that came with the thirtieth anniversary collection and like Power of the Force, original Power of the Force, like just like a lightweight coin. Yeah, it would have like, been cool. Been Definitely would have been cool. Or some calamari flan. We could have got some calamari flan. That stuff that he pays with in episode one. Right, right, right. Season one. <laughs> Uh, well, he, well didn't didn't he then pay with that flan on episode what was that three yeah he did yeah. He, he, when he went to that calamari post mm-hmm. outpost or whatever yeah and then he gets double crossed by the corin um yeah. yeah good stuff but um yeah i don't know do you guys any, anything else to say on this episode about the holiday special star wars collecting or or ghostbusters or anything else out there I don't think so. All right. Brian, anything, any last words? 
No. No. Negative. Negative. No, nothing. Uh, happy birthday to Brian. It's yeah, that's Brian's right. birthday tomorrow. That's right. Yeah, there you go. I'm gonna be uh I'm gonna be playing my new game and watch. And uh that you bought for yourself for your birthday? <laughs> no, mom and dad, mom and dad sent me okay target gift card because i you had to like like every other thing that nintendo releases this time of year you have to like snipe it you know right what I mean? oh you yeah to, so i just asked for a target gift card so that i could <laughs> keep it next to me and and refresh the page periodically and i managed to snag one this week yeah that's, that's a good awesome. find that was really cool when you sent that along i didn't know that those were coming out i knew you had some of the original ones in your collection um which is cool uh um, behind you, Brian, I think you've got, uh, your video game collection at, at least and some comics. Um, it's cool, cool to see. And that was a cool find, especially cause you said it blends so well with the originals. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's awesome to re-release some yeah, of that older I'm, stuff. I'm eager to, eager to play it. Uh, and I feel like my, uh, Christmas, uh, ho- Christmas and new year holiday break from work. My goal is going to be to finally beat the lost levels. Cause I've never <sighs> beaten the lost levels before. So yeah, yeah nice. but, uh, Super Mario Brothers and Japanese Super Mario Brothers 2 in the States called The Lost Levels. So Yeah, one of my favorite comics just came back in the last six months uh, full-time. It's been going on for, whew, man, I think close closing in on 15 years now. Um, and she just, I, I don't know if she got the game... The what you just got, or if it was some, if it was an emulator or what, but she's playing through the lost levels and not having a, a great time doing it, realizing that uh, if you do the what the teleportation or whatever, you get sent back and you don't get to do something, and like, it's like it's just a cluster. Yeah, uh, this, it, the, the lost levels is notoriously unforgiving, which is why it was never released in the United States because Nintendo was worried that North American players would 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 get too frustrated and would not like it so that's why we have a different mario too they are 100 percent right about that <laughs> and i think they were exactly right uh and yeah so this one has warp zones that don't go anywhere or go backwards they actually send you backwards it has like negative mushrooms like poison mushrooms so instead of a mushroom that makes you bigger a mushroom that makes you smaller so there's a lot more nuance to this game there's a, you can pick mario and louis and or luigi it's only a one-player game but on the first screen you select mario or luigi and they each play differently right so um it's just a lot different uh so i look forward to the challenge yeah well enjoy that and uh we do hope all of you have a safe and healthy holiday season and new years Uh, unfortunately we're not going to all get together in person this this holiday we usually do a tangent with friends together usually talking about a star wars movie but again that's not happening either uh, but right. th- this was fun doing this over the last few weeks, and maybe we can hook up again during the holiday break via Zoom and talk about something else. Um, we can celebrate yeah. uh, maybe some some of the gifts we got at Christmas and or birthday, as it is for Brian and myself. And uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be fun. So I thank yeah, both of you guys idea. for uh, for joining me on the show to watch the ho- holiday special. Appreciate it, and. Uh, I think that's it. Brent, you good to go? Happy life day, y'all. <laughs> Happy life day a month late. But <laughs> but uh, yeah, so enjoy um, whatever you're celebrating. Hope you have a safe and happy one. And uh, the three of us will be back hopefully in the next few weeks to talk about more geeky stuff.
Awesome. All Thanks, right, guys. Cool. All right. Well, that's it for this episode of Tangent with Friends. Right. We'll be back again, hopefully, in the next uh, three weeks or so. Uh, until then, uh, enjoy the rest of your day, everyone. Thanks for listening to Tangents with Friends. You can find more episodes at jmnjrradio.com. And if you do want to hear about sports, tune into the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show live every Sunday.